cliffcentral.com. Luckily for you, we've also got our final episode of African Analysis to bring you this morning. And we are thrilled, as always, to welcome JJ Cornish for African Analysis, which is our bi-monthly feature sponsored by the Johannesburg Business School and looking at what is happening around this incredible continent of ours, the things that are happening that are good and that are worth celebrating, the things that are happening in our continent which are scary and are worth taking note of. We try not to shirk our responsibility. And here he is, JJ Cornish. How are you, sir? I'm immensely well, thanks. Good. So, JJ, um, what have we got on the agenda at the moment and, and how, how are we looking as we wrap up the year of 2021 on the continent of Africa? Well, we've just had the meeting in Paris uh, of people saying, don't let take your foot off the gas on the presidential elections in Libya. Mm. Absolutely vital to have these presidential elections next month. And among the candidates is uh, Saif al-Islam Gaddafi, the second son of Muammar Gaddafi. Wow. Uh, he is wanted by the ICC, has been since 2011 for crimes against humanity in Libya. Um, and uh, But he's standing and insisting on it. Uh, he came there with these wonderful brown robes and this beautiful brown turban to sign the papers. Uh, the military prosecutor, Mohammed Garda, is saying don't accept him to the electoral authorities. Don't accept him because uh, he's wanted for crimes and we shouldn't have him as a candidate. But uh, Saif al-Islam, and we know him well in South Africa because he's the guy that came to hire uh, South African mercenaries to go hmm. and fight for his father at the time. And he's been in South Africa and done considerable work here, put some of his father's money in this country. Yeah. Uh, the military prosecutor is also saying don't accept uh, Khalifa Haftar, the rebel leader, mm-hmm. who's another one of the candidates in those elections. Now, we really do hope that they do uh, take off those elections because it's the only thing that's going to, or one of the things that are absolutely vital to bring stability to Libya. Uh, but we wait to see so, because so, JJ, uh, there are all sorts of problems. Aren't they still trying to find some of Gaddafi's money, or has it largely been recovered? Because the man was immensely wealthy and made himself immensely wealthy while he was his president of, of Libya. And um, his his family obviously are not uh, schlep uh, people. They're not, you know, they're not begging on the street corners, and 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 out of favour. This guy's got a good chance of winning the election. Um, are they, are they are they still well off? I think they're still relatively well off. He spent some time uh, on toll, you know, behind bars. Mm. Uh, he was arrested, obviously, after the fall of his father in twenty eleven. Uh, but here he is now, large as life, looming on the thing. Where They didn't find all the money. And, I mean, there were stories about millions and even billions that was invested in South Africa. Uh, the money has not all been found by any means. And so one assumes that uh, uh, that he would have access to some of it at least. Uh, and uh, there is no doubt that, you know, he will use that in his campaign. What chances are of winning, I don't know at this point. I'm, I'm looking at it quite carefully um, and uh, hopefully we can talk about it in the future. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's going to be an interesting one to watch. Uh, Burkina Faso, there's there's a country that we mention every now and then, but they've just lost at least 20 of the uh, 20 people in the worst terror attack in six years of conflict. Um, so things are, are really not going well for the people of Burkina Faso at the moment. This is a horrible story. 
former upper volta, the land of the upright or the honest people is Burkina Faso. That's what it means. And that area, that border with Chad and uh, Mali, mm. near a gold mine there, there was this attack. It killed 19 uh, gendarmes and one civilian. They fear, though, that the death toll is going to be much higher than this. And no one has claimed responsibility. That's always interesting, you know, and then that's happening more and more in terror attacks. Normally, the way they fall over each other to claim responsibility or credit, as they like to call it. But, uh, you know, this attack happened despite the fact that you have UN troops there, you have regional troops there, the uh, uh, region uh, of the five countries in the Sahel are, are banded together to fight the jihadis. This has happened. So this is, you know, you get this again and again. We've had it in uh, Somalia. We've had it in other countries where the jihadis are driven out, mm. then managed to return and and commit acts or commit atrocities like this, and then disappear again, vanish into thin air, uh, and and this appears to be the case in Burkina Faso. And what this is doing to their uh, development is absolutely parlous. So it's very very sad. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you do have a, a positive story for us, and this is about someone who's a former child beggar who's become a bit of a star. Yes, indeed. How, how very interesting it is that this man, uh, Mudu Ture, he was uh, sent into a madrasa and uh, was very slow in learning the Quran, which you're supposed to be able to recite by heart. And he right. was beaten for this and abused for this. Right. So he ran away. He ran to Dakar, to the capital, lived on the streets for several years and uh, you know, made do as he could. When a couple of Swedish circus performers arrived and they were helping the uh, uh, disavowed uh, community and teaching them and Ture actually fell in love with the circus as it were huh. and uh, and really excelled in this way he was sent to Sweden for some training and then toured around the world with uh, tourist tr- with uh, circus troops now he has returned to uh, Senegal and he started the soup the 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 the, the, the troop called Sensirk uh, and he wants to help other children off the streets uh, learn to become circus performers and to uh, feel the good fortune that he has felt. I think that's a remarkable story. It's lovely. And uh, he, he talks about the circus as being my therapy. <laughs> so uh, we were talking, you were talking earlier about looking for the positive. Yeah, we have, uh, we have Mudu uh, Ture doing that and, you know, probably turning somersaults while doing it. Awesome. Um, obviously, a lot of people are, are looking at what they might be doing in December. Uh, are there are there still ructions in in Mozambique? Is it still unsafe in some parts of that country? Because I, I'm sure there are people who want to go to Mozambique for their holiday. It is a beautiful place, and there are lots of South Africans who do regularly go there on holiday. Have we got the all clear? No, but by no means, by no means. I think, you know, if I was going to Mozambique, I would go to Maputo. Mm-hmm. And then there's that rather nice restaurant about four or five kilometers north. That's about where I'd stop. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I think certainly to go all the way up to Cabo Delgado, you, you could, you would be taking your life into your hands. Sure. So it's nowhere near. You can bet that if things were settling down, uh, Total, the uh, energy giant, would be back there. 
So that, that's the, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the way I suppose to look at a country that, uh, things are going down. You watch the rats leave the sinking ship. Well, uh, to see if a country's on the up and up, you watch how the, uh, international, uh, finance, uh, finance starts coming back into the country. You know, things are okay. And the French, yeah. of course, uh, are prepared to take more of a chance than others. But so if they stay out, you know, <laughs> things are still pretty grim. All right, JJ. Well, this is our last episode for this year, and we'll pick it up and resume in January of um, – I know it feels like it's it's a long time away, but it's only a couple of weeks, and we'll be back in with African Analysis. Uh, in the meantime, all I can do is, is really wish you well, and thank you so much for helping us to understand so much more about our continent over the past few episodes, and again to thank the Johannesburg Business School for not only bringing us uh, the opportunity to hear your own – extraordinary experiences and your and your knowledge of this continent but also for for supporting africa and for giving it a place where yeah we can hear these things and and creating a platform where we can actually entertain ourselves indulge ourselves inform ourselves and and discover so much more about the place that we call home it's really very special and very important well if it's the last time i'm going to be speaking to would you? I'm, I'm probably not, but certainly to our viewers and listeners, let me wish them Joyeux Noël and Bonne Année. I know that you'll be the first one to be saying those things because it, it feels like it's still a long way away. But certainly we'll pick this conversation up as we always do in the new year. And I look forward to hearing much more from you. Thank you, JJ. Excellent. JJ Cornish, the South African, uh, the, the African analysis rather. And it's brought to you by the Johannesburg Business School. Cliffcentral.com.